This is the one-minute how-to. Item 295, how to be an effective coach in sports. Hello, everyone. This is George, your host. On this show, we've got Dave Sakonik, and he's going to explain to us how to be an effective coach in sports. Dave, can you first tell us a little something about yourself? I sure can, George. I've been a teacher for over 20 years, and I've been coaching for almost 30 years. Uh, presently, I coach soccer, basketball, and rugby, but first honed my craft as a hockey coach back in the early 1980s. I've also written a number of educational books that have been published by Scholastic, with two of my favorites being She's Got Game, which examines and highlights incredible women in the world of sports. And this fall, my next book, Second Place, will be published, which focuses on people who came in second in a variety of endeavors and realized that in doing so, they made the world a better place to live in. Okay, Dave, well, if you're ready, then you've got 60 seconds. Okay, here we go. What makes an effective coach? Number one, have a passion for the sport you're coaching and pass that along to the players and their parents. Encourage parents to play with their children at all times. Number two, provide a commitment to skill development and not just winning. Teach your players how to lose gracefully. Number three, be able to communicate well with all team members and not just the best players. Number four, have the ability to teach sports-specific skills, but more importantly, life skills. Number five, be a keen motivator who refrains from using negative or derogatory statements with players and officials. Number six, be a strong role model who players aspire to emulate. Number seven, the ability to teach your players humility, fair play, and teamwork is paramount in any coaching profession. Number eight, ensure that every final drill at every one of your practices is fun and played without a coach's involvement. And number nine, and I think it's the most important one that we've got to recognize, is that children don't make mistakes on purpose when playing a game. And that's it, George. You know, I like the idea of learning to lose gracefully. I play a lot of chess, and when I lose, I'll normally go back over the game to see where I made my mistake. And when you lose gracefully, that gives you an opportunity to see where you made your errors and perhaps be able to correct them next time around. Very, very much so. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. I've got three children, 15, 13, and 11. And what they've learned from me at the very youngest of age was after a game, we always shake hands with the opposition, but the very first thing you do when the final whistle is blown and the horn sounds is you go right up to the official, win or lose, and shake that official's hands. And to this day, all three of the kids continue to do that in basketball and rugby and soccer and the sports that they play. It means a lot to me as a parent, knowing that they recognize that without a referee, we wouldn't have any sports. That's a great idea. Okay, Dave, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Well, I just think that as we move forward, I remember one thing my father taught me years ago. He, um, he passed away in 1978, and every time he always came to watch me and my brothers play, and he was always there, he was cheering for us, he would never say a negative thing, and when we get in the car afterwards, he would never critique our game. We would just sort of drive home, he'd say, do you want to get an ice cream, do you want some drink? And today, unfortunately, every parent, and I've caught myself doing this occasionally, we critique our kids' games when we really don't have any understanding of why they did this and why they did that. And I think it's important that when a game is played and it's over, parents should back off from the kids and do something completely different for the next 24 hours unless that child brings up, how do you think I played tonight or what do you think I did wrong, what did I do right? But I think parents sometimes have to back off and not live vicariously through their kids, which we all have a tendency to do. And before I forget, where would one go to find any of your books? 
the Scholastic Forum that goes into a lot of the schools. They'll be on the Scholastic website, and they are slowly making their way into other places like Amazon.com. Okay, and I'll see if I can get links and put them in the show notes. Oh, that'd be great. I'm working on a couple graphic novels at the moment that should get published in the new year as well. One's about soccer and one's about dog sledding, so all sports related, and for kids too. Okay, Dave. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. That was great, George. I appreciate it too. Thank you for your time. <laughs> 